If you're a frequent PNW Haunts and Homicides listener, you probably already know we're Birdie Ambassadors. We wanted to take a quick moment to tell you a little bit more about this awesome product. Birdie is the modern personal safety alarm made for women by women. In a situation where you feel threatened or unsafe, you can simply activate Birdie's loud siren and flashing light to create a diversion. Birdie is perfect to carry anytime because the device is lightweight and comes in a variety of colors. So important. Use our ambassador link and coupon code PNW Haunts and Homicides to receive 10% off your purchase. Like our social media handles, the coupon code is all spelled out, no special characters. You can find the link and promo code in our show notes or PNW Haunts and Homicides link tree. Have a safe ass day! people this is pnw haunts and homicides it is and you can hear it yeah <laughs> well we can't we don't know if it's gonna get picked up in the final episode but it's raining it's, it's pouring quite rainy the dogs are snoring <laughs> yeah. they're sleeping um i heard it's supposed to just absolutely pour tonight yeah yeah Yep. So during the witching hour. Ooh, spooky. Mm-hmm. It's kind of spooky and dark in here. I'm loving the rain sounds. And we're gonna be talking about more ghosty stuff. Ghosty. Yes. Today we're gonna talk about how to DIY paranormal investigate. Oh. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about how to do some basic like paranormal investigating in your own home if you're dealing with some of the things that we've talked about in the last couple of episodes. This is our huh. sort of wrap-up episode. Yeah, I don't know anyone who is right? having any sort of trouble. Who do we know that could <laughs> use some paranormal <laughs> investigation in their home? Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so again, before we start, disclaimer, we're not professional paranormal investigators. All of my source information is in the show notes for you to go and do your own research if you wish. We're learning right along with you. So (laughs) yes. And did you have something to say? Oh, I was just gonna say proceed with caution. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that we knew a few things. But definitely we've learned a lot through Mm -hmm. the course of your research. Yeah, most of my knowledge was, like, just from watching Ghost Hunter shows, honestly. (laughs) Oh, no. But I've gone and done some more, a little bit thorough research for you and consulted some friends as well. So Excellent. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Please also seek professional help if things are escalating or someone's being physically attacked. I think we mentioned this 
in the other episodes as well, but definitely don't try to handle stuff on your own if it's at like a, an escalated level. Yeah, definitely. Don't put yourself in physical danger. Please. We yeah. love you. We love you, <laughs> creepy people. <laughs> We're also not suggesting that you go investigate anywhere you're not allowed to be like abandoned buildings or any of the places that we've talked about on the podcast. This is meant to be just the first step in trying to figure out what's haunting you in your own space and hopefully either learning to live with it or helping it move on. Excellent. Well, yep. we've been saying since the very beginning of the show, it's dick road. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go to places and be a dick, please. <laughs> Not encouraging that. Mm-mm. So on that note, if you're ever uncomfortable with an entity, the first thing you should try is simply telling it to stop. Just talk out loud to it. Make it clear that you're not okay with what's going on. But do this respectfully as to not make the situation any worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it's a situation you can't handle on your own and want to seek paranormal investigators, please know that they should not be charging you for their services. I actually reached out to our friends Frederick and Taylor from the Haunts, Graves, and Omen podcast, and they confirmed this. I want to thank them so much for lending their perspective on this since they are actually paranormal investigators. Yeah. I honestly wasn't sure since it was, this is like a service you're providing people. So I was mm -hmm. like, why wouldn't you charge for a service? Like I, I was kind of confused about that. So that's why I reached out to them and asked. And I asked. Always, always. I, I can't, asked. I can't I say asked. I asked. <laughs> but it totally makes sense. Like, for people who are just in it for a scam, it could be really easy to make up a bunch of crap. And like Frederick said to me, you're dealing with things that are unseen. So it's really yeah. easy for people to get all scammy and shit. Yeah, they can take advantage of people that feel really desperate yes. to yeah. get rid of whatever is you know, causing problems in their space. So always be careful, especially if you're letting people into your home. And luckily for all of you listening, we actually know some great paranormal investigators that you can turn to. If you need any help or have any questions, I'll link their info in the notes for y'all. Yup. So the first thing to do when prepping for your hunt is to ask someone else to join you. Please, for the love of all the goddesses and all the land, do not do this alone. Why? Why, Why would, would you, you want this? to? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't no, thank do you. Not just so you don't scare the poop out of yourself, but for safety, <laughs> for obvious reasons. You never know what yeah. you could end up facing. It also gives you someone else there to corroborate your experience. It's also a good idea to do some digging on your property, find out what you can about the land it sits on and any history of the home. Caitlin, have you done this yet? I think we mentioned this in the one of the first episodes too. Yeah, I mean, I've only, I, I mean, because we don't own the property, um, yeah. the only real research that I've done is I've plugged in just for this area in general, the area where I live, I've plugged in the zip code to see like what native tribes yeah. may have lived on this land previously. And um, I was like, oh, okay, great. So we've confirmed that for sure. Yeah. I don't know much else about the history of the area. That might be something harder yeah. to find, like if you're in apartments or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. So 
We might get a little bit more creative and just see what else we can come up with, but dig it up. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go over some super basic techniques and equipment for paranormal investigating. Most of the equipment we're talking about today is pretty inexpensive and not made specifically for ghost hunting. Most of it you can just get on Amazon or at the hardware store or something like that. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Most because like, obviously for a long time, you know, people didn't have specialized equipment specifically for ghost hunting. So they had to make do with Whatever what they, they could find. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So I can send Chris to Home Depot with a list mm-hmm. and he'll be none the wiser. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just kidding, babe. <laughs> what do you need this for? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm building a thing. <laughs> Leave me alone. Gosh, pod stuff. Pod stuff, yeah. <laughs> so there is one exception. There's one thing I'm going to talk about at the end that is specifically for ghosts, but we'll get there. Okay. So the first ghost hunting tool you can use is yourself. What? Oh. <laughs> I told like you. Like as bait? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> no, I told you this is super basic. Um, but no, seriously, pay attention to all of your senses when you're conducting an investigation. What do you hear? What do you see? What do you feel? Is it hot or is it cold? It really helps you to pay attention to these things from the start. That way you know immediately if something changes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you're just kind of orienting yourself to the space and to what you're experiencing. Yeah, and totally. And if it's your own home, like you're going to have already a pretty good sense of how things go in your home. Hopefully. So you might suddenly get like the chills or goose pimples. So <laughs> so pay attention to those things, but also pay attention to how you feel mentally. If you're having really bad thoughts all of a sudden or like a feeling of dread out of nowhere, definitely pay attention to those feelings. And it might be helpful to keep a notebook on hand to record any of these changes. That makes sense. I mean, how you feel mentally and physically. Yeah. Because if you're not one to have like bad thoughts or something like that, and all of a sudden you're just feeling really, really bad things, that could be a sign. Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. I'm feeling them right now as you're talking. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to make a note. (laughs) Write it down. Yeah. Also, a good piece of equipment to have to keep track of temperature changes is a digital infrared or laser thermometer. Oh, okay. That way you can, you know, if there's like a cold spot all of a sudden or if it gets hot all of a sudden, you can keep track of those and definitely like write them down, write down the base temperature of things so you know for later. That's a good point. Yeah. If you have a thermometer that's keeping track of the actual temperature in the room, in the space, and you are, you know, kind of keeping an eye on what the baseline temperature is, and then you suddenly get a chill. Yeah. But you're not seeing, like, a, t- a change in the temperature. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. If you're feeling temperature changes that aren't right. recorded on the thermometer. Exactly. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, like, sure – you know, maybe the temperature of the room is going to change, um, you know, based on whatever is happening in the house. But if you all of a sudden feel a cold spot or you get a chill, 
but the temperature in the room hasn't changed. Yeah. Let me tell you. Oh, oh, oh. Creepy. I always say a ghost ran through you. <laughs> yeah. It might be true. <laughs> might be. Well, I thought this would be quicker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I actually brought one with me. <gasps> Shut up. The temperature of Caitlin is 28.7 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that means. Do I need to look Wait. up the conversion? I think it, oh, you can change it to Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how. Oh, okay. I'll do the conversion. You said it's 28.7? Yeah, 28.7. Uh-oh, you got hotter. <gasps> You're 30 degrees. <gasps> or 30 <laughs> Celsius. Oh, that's like a big jump. Your <laughs> boobs are colder. Oh. 26. 27. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> wait, maybe you have to like hold it for a second. Oh, wait, I cannot be. No, it's got to be. It's got to be closer to 30. Okay, here, let me see. Now I've got a conversion thing. This is also not your internal temperature. It's just well, the temperature of your skin. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's weird about that, though, is that 30 degrees Celsius is 86 degrees Fahrenheit, wow. which is pretty low. Yeah, I mean, for your for out, a human, for your outside though, it's That's not gonna it's not right. gonna take your internal. Yeah, <laughs> she's just gonna measure everything in the room. So this is a device that we've had around the house because I live with a man, mm. and um, they really like lasers. Oh yeah, and tools. So like anything with a laser on it, it's like they're gonna buy it. So okay, I had this handy dandy like thermometer it. already. So we can use this if we ever decide to ghost hunt. Excellent. <laughs> you know where we're gonna need to have that? Where? When we go on our pot anniversary slumber party at a haunted place. Yeah. I'm really hoping it's like a very friendly haunted place. Totally, totally. Totally. Well, how about you don't look it up before we go? And then I really I'll just haven't. Relay all the information to you there. Is that the plan? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so that you just can't sleep. Yeah. All nighter. Yeah. I think it probably will be. So, next piece of equipment is just a regular old point and shoot digital camera. I'm sure, Ooh. like, I'm sure a cell phone would work in a pinch, but you're not going to get the same, like, quality mm -hmm. in dark settings as you would with, like, a point and shoot. Okay. And we have at least one of those. Yeah. Uh, well, so we actually, <laughs> both of us have, like, DSLR cameras. I put the point and shoot on here just because it's cheaper than a oh. big fancy camera. I have a point and shoot too, and it's kind of easier to walk around with because it's just oh. little. Okay. And yeah, so I put that on there. I have one we can use. Um, Excellent. Mm -hmm. Oh, so like I was saying, the better quality is going to give you a better chance to inspect the photo after you've taken it. If you see anything on it, you're going to be able to like zoom in and see what it actually is better than sense. like a cell phone camera. Yeah. So when you're doing this, take photos of the surroundings as you go through your investigation, especially if something unusual starts to happen. Just snap <laughs> yeah, <definitely>. away. <laughs> snap those photos. Oh, man. And if you hear something in the basement. <laughs> go down there and take a picture. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can use a compass to detect fluctuations in magnetic fields. 
Oh, that's a really yeah. good one. I, I would not have thought of that. Right? Yeah. I wouldn't either until I read these articles. Yeah. It is thought that paranormal energy has an effect on electromagnetic fields. This is a very simple thing you can do is just set the compass down next to wherever you're investigating and see if the needle starts to move or spin. Because obviously, if it's just sitting there, it shouldn't be moving because your direction Mm -hmm. isn't changing. So if it does, something's interfering with the magnetic fields. If this is happening when you're asking questions or trying to interact with an entity, it could be a sign that it's around you and trying to communicate with you. Oh, I was just going to say, is it trying to use that yeah. to communicate? I, it could be. Possibly. I mean, nothing. nothing's for sure, for sure in these, you know, oh, talking about paranormal investigating because no, yeah. I mean, no one really knows, man. Yeah. I mean, there's not a great way yeah. to totally just verify. Yeah. But I think that would be fun if we got a little compass. Also, don't use your cell phone compass. That's not, I don't, that's not going to work. Yeah. We'll have to find, like, maybe we can find someplace a vintage compass that we can take with us. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'll bring my pendulum. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun too. I'm bringing everything. Bring it all. Yeah. We're going to have like like, six bags each. (laughs) I forgot my toothbrush. But I have this vintage compass. (laughs) Yeah, that would be pretty on brand for us. (laughs) And a laser thermometer. Yeah. (laughs) While we're on this topic, a very common tool used by paranormal investigators is an EMF detector. Electromagnetic field is what that stands for. This is another thing our investigator friends from HDO, Hans Graves and Omens, helped us with. I asked them if they could tell me one item they'd suggest for a home investigation. They suggested the K2 EMF meter. I looked into getting one of these on Amazon and they were really, really cheap on Amazon. I found some other ones online that were like double the price. Oh, wow. And I was reading that people have problems with getting counterfeit products. Oh, that makes sense. So I was thinking maybe the ones on Amazon, since they're so much cheaper, like maybe those are counterfeit. So I didn't go with those. Um, just to keep things simple and cheaper for me. I actually did get an EMF reader. What? This slumber party is about to get lit. Right? It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> oh, you just wait. Oh, my God. So I got the Selavif. It's S-E-L-A-V-I-F is the brand name. I don't know how to pronounce that, but I'll link it for everybody. Wait, spell it again. S-E-L-A-V-I-F. Salaviv. Salaviv. Yeah. Salaviv. Yeah, if we say it with a French accent. (laughs) Salaviv. So the majority of the reviews for this product were good. People were saying it was passing passing testing from other devices that were, like, known to be accurate. Oh, okay. So that's why I went with this one. I'm I'm a big, like, review reader, so... Mm -hmm. Well, and I was going to say, if you really wanted to try to go with one of the cheaper devices on Amazon, you can always look at the reviews from that specific seller if it's not like Amazon fulfillment. So, yeah. And the ones that the reviews I was reading for the K2 were most people saying that they sent it back because it was just a toy and like it wasn't working. And I was like, uh, yeah, so at that point, yeah. you're like, nope, I'm out. Yeah, and the other ones I saw from it looked like reputable sellers online were like 
60, 70 bucks. And I was like, I'm just not ready to spend that much on one item yet. So we'll see how this works. Obviously, most people using this, this particular EMF detector weren't using it for ghost hunting. So electric and magnetic fields are energy or radiation that are produced by electricity. So people use these to see what scale of like EMFs are coming off of their electronic devices like microwaves, TVs, remotes, radios, computers, cell phones, pretty much anything that is electronic is going to emit EMFs, Um, but they're usually not high levels. They're normally supposed to be levels that are safe that are not going to harm you. Oh, so are they just worried about like, like the levels being dangerous to their yeah. health. That's yeah. what they're okay. Basically, that's that makes what sense. people use them for. It's like, I mean, are you going to Chernobyl? Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Because, yeah, I've seen those yeah. actually. People, I saw, um, I think it was one of those like Vice episodes. Mm. They took that with them to like the various levels in like deeper into Chernobyl. Oh, god! Because some tours will take you like very deep in, I guess. No, thanks. And so they'll literally take the device so that you can tell. And they're like, oh, this is the edge where like if you go any further than this, you have to sign like the special waiver, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, actually, like my EMF has been going off for a while already. Like everybody in the tour group like takes a vote and like, doesn't want to go further. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't want to do that. That's not mm-hmm. something I'm interested in, to be honest. So yeah, these can be really good to have around your home anyway, just for like general safety. And if you're getting a really high reading from something that's not normal and you should get it checked, this can include like wiring inside your walls. Oh. So they'll use it to check and make sure that those are working properly and not malfunctioning. Okay. Some people are sensitive to EMFs too. So if you're having symptoms like a lot of headaches, body pain, lethargy, tinnitus, nausea, burning sensations, heart arrhythmia, and anxiety, those can all be caused by too high of an EMF reading. Huh. Do you have all of those things? (laughs) I have enough of those things to feel uncomfortable. Well, maybe this will be good to have around your house. Fun fact. I brought it with me. <laughs> oh, good. Of course you did. <laughs> so I don't know how it works yet. It's still in box. But yeah, this is the one I bought. Oh, God. It does the typical sound light alarm when the test result exceeds the safe value. It's going to be fun, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun or real scary or both. <laughs> <laughs> so this will be able to detect EMF fluctuations more accurately than a compass will, but I still think a compass would be fun to use. I don't think that the EMFs, like the those devices, I don't think that the ghosts usually try to use those directly to communicate through, right? Um, I, I don't really know. I think sometimes oh, okay. they can. Like oh. the theory is that they're they're manipulating the energy waves mm-hmm. or whatever. That's a, mm-hmm. I sound very scientific right now. I told you I'm not a professional, right? <laughs> so they could be ma- manipulating those things to try to communicate with you, or maybe they're just manipulating them because they're standing there, or right. you know, just their presence. Yeah, but a lot of people I know like. With the K2 meters, it has like a light, like a lighting scale. So like if it goes into the red, 
sometimes it'll do that when they're asking like questions. Like it'll respond sort of to questioning, which is weird because if you're standing there, it's supposed to stay and not fluctuate. So especially when you're asking questions, like to get a direct response like that is always really cool. Yeah. Not that I've had it personally happen to me, but I've seen it on the TV like a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, you might. You might. So you want to go around the room with this device first to see what kind of readings you get so you know when things change, kind of like, you know, what I was talking about earlier. You just want Mm -hmm. to get a baseline for everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we might have to break it out. Yeah. I wonder because everything's been right. (laughs) Everything's been like totally normal today so far. So this is Mm. a good baseline day. Yeah. So if you're wanting to get a little vintage with your paranormal investigating, you can use dowsing rods. And these were used back in the day to find underground water sources and gems, gems and jewels. They eventually started using them to detect paranormal activity, kind of like an EMF detector. It originally wasn't meant for ghost hunting, but here we are. (laughs) Somehow we ended up here again. Somehow, how? It always (laughs) comes back to ghosts. Dowsing is conducted with V, Y, or L-shaped rods. They used to actually use tree branches or sticks to do this. Oh. Now this is mostly done with metal rods, and you can actually make your own with, like, a metal hanger. Oh. Yeah. I'm not, like, going to go into full, like, detail on this because it's a lot, and it takes a lot of practice, apparently, to get good at it. But it is, obviously, if you're going to use a hanger, it's something that's free. So it's a really good option if you're on a budget. I will link a helpful article in the show description if you're interested in learning more about dousing. I like it. Hmm. All right, we're back after Caitlin just tried to chop off her finger. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I wish... In this moment that we had cuter band-aids, because I feel like I've earned it, you know? I'm, like, cutting my fingers all up. You do need to get cuter band-aids. We'll work Mm -hmm. on that. Okay. All right, back to the show. (laughs) Back to the show. So the next piece of helpful equipment is going to be a handheld recording device to capture EVPs, electro... uh, electronic voice phenomena... (laughs) Electronic. <laughs> Electronic. <laughs> you like how I was looking at you as I was yeah. saying it, and I had to go back to my notes uh, to like get the word right. We should auto tune you saying it. <laughs> Electronic. We should. I'll have to figure out how to get that. <laughs> yeah. Electronic voice phenomena. The Olympus VN. 451 PC digital voice recorder was suggested because it <laughs> that wow, was a long name, that is I know. A mouthful. <laughs> I'll link it for you guys. You won't okay. have to remember it. Um, it was suggested because it records ultra low and ultra high frequencies that you can't hear with your own human ears. What if you have leprechaun ears? You might be able maybe that's why you hear a bunch of shit that I don't hear. <laughs> we figured it out. Yep. All right. (laughs) It's solved. Mm -hmm. Nothing more to do here. (laughs) So this is to use while you're asking questions in hopes of getting actual answers from ghosts. Okay. (laughs) I ordered one. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's not here yet, but I ordered one. We'll have it. 
Okay. So our, like, literally our podiversary is yeah. just going to be... Ghost hunting. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Even though we're doing all of this to ghost hunt in your own home. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? We we can use it elsewhere. I yeah. mean, once we have this stuff, then, you know, we got to get our money's worth. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. it's just going to be in our room, in our, like, hotel room. We're not going to go mm-hmm. around the hotel, like, ghost hunting. Because I feel like that would be... Might be weird. A little weird and disrespectful. So yeah. <laughs> just take snapping pictures yeah. all over it. <laughs> also, make sure to have plenty of extra batteries for all of your equipment. A sign of paranormal... Paranormal activity. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying I before know. when I was like, if we need to touch up I anything. I mean, how much do we care? They know I have allergies. It's fine. Yeah. We both do. We do. Yeah. Mine just haven't started up yet. Yeah. A sign of paranormal activity is battery drain. So you definitely want to make sure you have plenty in case, you know, you find yourself in a situation where you're like, the battery was full a second ago and all of a sudden it's dead. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Does that happen in your apartment? Um, not to Chris usually. Just to you? Yeah, I feel like I have more issues with that. Oh. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe my AirPods and like certain stuff like that is just, you know, like the warranty's expired. So of course it's gonna stop yeah. holding a charge. Yeah, but, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I don't gosh. know. I do have battery packs though too. So if any of this stuff is rechargeable, mm-hmm. like these are probably just like double A's. I think so. Yeah. yeah. We can bring the battery pack for stuff like our phone so that if we leave the room and we don't want our phones to die. Yeah. Because we're Ooh, just like good staying idea. up so late. So late. And partying. Yeah. We're such <laughs> party animals. We're going to be in bed at eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> we're like basically a thousand. I might. Well, I'm going to drink some Red Bulls. Yeah. Though. So. So I can have wings. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another promo roll that we are really excited to share today. He frantically looked around the back seat for something to soak up the two beers he had consumed earlier that evening but found nothing. That is when a second idea formed in David's mind. He quickly and aggressively ripped out the crotch of his underwear and shoved the cloth deep into his mouth. As he began to chew, he felt a huge sense of defeat. There was no way he would be able to stomach that butt cloth he had partied in all... Didn't that story just shake you to the core? Would you like to hear more? then you've come to the right place. I'm Trevin. And I'm Amanda. And we're the hosts of Seriously Sinister, a true petty crime podcast. Each week, we take a dramatic dive into real-life petty crimes. They may make you laugh or cry, but they won't be like any other true crime stories you've heard. Follow Seriously Sinister wherever you listen to your podcasts. You guys, we're back! Hi! Hi! Anyway, moving on. You can use an AM FM radio and put it on the static and you can <laughs> ask questions and see if you get any answers that come through the static. Okay. Yeah, I think that's super fun. Yeah, I and think easy. that would be cool. Yeah. I do feel like I've seen a lot of examples where it works for people. Yeah. But I have to <laughs> tell you, I literally thought that um, you were going to start talking about 
EMF again. Oh. And I was like, AMF? I was like, oh my gosh, if we're drinking AMFs, there's no way that we're staying up all night. <laughs> Did I say it kind of like as one no. whole word? <laughs> AMF radio. No, I just got really excited. Uh, make sure you have your recording device on while you're doing this so that you can record anything that comes through the static. Okay. So we'll have to break out like our um, original tripods for the mics and bring those with us. Is that what you're telling me? We could, or we can use the portable recording device that I bought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bring all of it. Seriously, six suitcases. So I didn't really include any video cameras on this list of things because I feel like it's not really feasible for an inexperienced investigator or a beginner to be using a video camera the entire time. Obviously, that's an amazing tool if you want to dive deeper into this. But this is like a beginner's, you know, what am I trying to say? No, I mean, it's a it's a beginner's guide yeah guide you know (laughs) well and that's the thing too is that is aside from a video camera being something that you know you might have to be a little bit more advanced the cost of that yes and very expensive so i mean if you already have one totally go for it i mean take it with you yeah absolutely (laughs) but don't go out and buy one yeah (laughs) just for this yeah definitely unless you know unless it's something you want to do you go for it but i'm not going to give you any suggestions because i honestly didn't dive deep into it so yeah i think for video i mean as opposed to photos do you think that you could use your camera phone and just set it up I mean, and just yeah. see if you catch anything. Why not? If you if Worth that's something shot. you want to do, yeah. yeah. I know that there's not like a ton of storage, and the quality won't be great, but yeah, I mean, it's better than nothing if you want to do that. Yeah, you might. You never know. Might get lucky. <laughs> Molly, that is the creepiest noise over these headphones. <laughs> it sounds like a creaky chair. But I will say if you have a home security system and like cameras in your home, definitely make use of those. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say to like go out and buy it specifically for this unless you want to. But like that could be a good tool if that's something that you already have. Yeah. Well, and you can get the little kits with cameras and things like that. Similar to like the ring doorbell or whatever. Like for probably pretty inexpensive. Yeah, I think um, like the Nest cameras were on the list of like suggested things because you can have a bunch of them and they're all going to be coming to like the same device where you can watch all of it. Save all of it and watch all of it. Yeah, so those those are a good option too. Just depends on how much you want to invest. Yeah, exactly. Like how important is it for you to catch this in the act? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this next piece of equipment is the one I said didn't really fit on this list. And that is the spirit or ghost box. Oh. Yeah. I'm including this mainly because I just think they're really cool. (laughs) I'm seriously fascinated by these things. I've only ever been around them one time in my life, and that was at the Zach Bangins Haunted Museum. (laughs) (laughs) And it's actually really funny. So as I was typing that, I like looked down and I was wearing the Zach Bangins Museum shirt. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is so funny. So I had to throw that in there. 
I mean, I know people have conflicting opinions about him as a yeah. person, but the museum sounds really cool. Yeah. It's a good it's a good time. So before I tell you all about these and you decide like you just have to have one, they run about $130. So before you fall in love, I just didn't want you to get sticker shock afterwards. So Okay. So I won't be getting one of these anytime soon if I didn't even want to spend we'll like see. 60 bucks on a K2. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see unless y'all Start joining the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Help us fundraise for a spirit box. Yes, please. <laughs> so these bad bitches flip through AM FM radio frequencies at a rapid pace, kind of like white noise, but it's just like not on one static station. It's flipping through multiple oh. stations. Okay. So the theory is that you shouldn't be hearing any like full words coming through because it's scanning too fast to pick them up. Mm hmm. So if you hear a specific word yeah. or something like distinct, that means that like it's being manipulated by something that is trying to communicate. Exactly. That was like my next sentence. Oh, Literally okay. Word well, you word. say it. No, I like that you knew it. I'm going to, I'm all read it so you guys can know. So if you hear a word, let alone a sequence of words, a spirit might be trying to communicate with you. <laughs> I'm learning. Yeah, she is. I'm <laughs> teaching her something. <laughs> See, I'm not uncoachable. Yeah. <laughs> so I've seen this happen on the ghost hunting shows and stuff, and it's so creepy, but like creepy cool. <laughs> yeah. But especially if you have like this thing going, it's really, really loud. And then it's just like white noise flipping through channels. And if you start hearing words, especially like when you're asking questions, and it's like directly then giving you words. Oh, it's so cool. Mm. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> I have some feelings about that. I don't know. I have some feelings. No, you have mm. to convince them that they need to join Patreon so we can purchase a spirit box. Okay. Yeah, Cassie <laughs> is going to keep it at her house. Um, I'm going to leave it here one day just under your oh desk. <laughs> Good thing is you have to turn it on and you're going to know when it's on because it's yeah, loud. It's loud. Okay. <laughs> okay. So fun toys are great, but what do you do with these once you have them? I have some techniques you can use on your investigations. So the first thing you want to do is kind of set positive intentions or say a prayer if you would like before you start. Introduce yourself and tell any spirits that may be present that you don't mean them any harm. Explain all of the equipment that you have with you and how you'll be using it and ask, you know, permission to take photos and video. Who knows, you might even get an answer right off the bat. Yeah. So definitely start your recording devices right away. Yeah. Well, and you know, to me, I would think it wouldn't occur to me, you know, as you get started necessarily to explain all of the equipment and like what you're going to use it for. But what if it's an old timey ghost? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, they've had, you know, maybe the last hundred years to observe and learn about mm -hmm. technology. But, you know, if you've ever tried to teach your grandparents how to text, <laughs> you know, like it takes a while. So. Yeah. You know, if you can just lay it all out for them, that's yeah. helpful. And you don't want to scare them away, too. Like, you yeah. want them to interact with you. So if they're like, oh, what's that? I don't I want mean, to touch that. do you? <laughs> Theoretically, if you're ghost hunting, you want to catch something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin. I'm just really worried that it'll be something, like, hostile yeah. or unpleasant. 
I want them to communicate if they're friendly. Yeah. I think. I, don't I know. It's a hard one. Yeah. I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> a lot of mixed emotions. <laughs> also, say that you're open to trying to communicate with whoever is in your space and mean it. So if you're truly not open, you're going to have a harder time trying to get something to communicate with you. So, Caitlin, you have to be open. Can I just be open to the ghosts that are not hostile or I mean, aggressive? Yeah. yeah, I think that's kind of part of like setting your your first like positive intention. Okay. You don't want to do any harm and you don't want any harm done to you. So if you don't set your boundaries to if you don't want something touching you, you know, let them know, hey, I'm not comfortable with that. If you do, you know, invite that. I mean, not that I'm suggesting I probably would do that. I would suggest maybe you don't invite them to touch you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be responsible for that. Yeah. But <laughs> we'll have to pay to have the carpets cleaned after I piece my pants on them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been touched before and you didn't pee your pants, did you? No, that's true. I didn't. Did you? No. <laughs> it was in your closet. You had a, you yeah. had multiple pairs of other clothes in there. Yeah, you're like, she just changed her clothes real quick. <laughs> no, Chris is my witness. He knows I didn't pee. No, okay. <laughs> so while you're investigating, ask tons of questions and leave room for responses. So like when you're recording devices going and stuff, you know, pause for a good while to see, you know, they might have a delayed response. They might be trying to, you know, get energy to respond. I mean, I hear that. If I have to actually pick up the phone and call someone, it's going to take me a little <laughs> while. I got to build, I got to work up to it. got to work up to it. Yeah. They could be introverted ghosts. Yeah. You never know. If you found any info while you were researching your property, you can ask specific questions. If you're getting answers, keep going along that line of questioning. Ask questions in a respectful manner. Don't taunt or demand answers because that's just really rude. It's so. rude and it's not going to get you where you want to go. Yeah. It, if you're talking to anyone, ghost or right. live person, yeah. oh. <laughs> don't be a Karen, Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't demand answers. And you're over there like, you need to give me answers. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. The same rules do not apply to the Zucker fucks yeah, of the that's world. True. So <laughs> that's true. I said it. I said what I said. <laughs> I also heard it's like really rude to ask how they died. I mean, that kind of makes sense. It does make sense. Because if you were talking to one of their like surviving relatives, wouldn't you feel awkward asking yeah. them that? So why wouldn't it be? Yeah. It makes sense, really, if you think about it. Yeah, because we keep saying, you know, these are theoretically real people, so mm -hmm. treat them with yeah. respect. I didn't read that in any of my research for this specifically. I just remember, like, hearing it a few times and other things I've watched or listened to. So I just wanted to throw that in there. The ultimate goal is to try to find out, you know, who they are, why they're here, what they want. And if you think you're getting answers, then try to see what you can do to help them. And this would be the time if you're having any issues with things that they're doing around your home, let them know and ask them to stop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. This is obviously very unlikely to happen, like with one investigation. It might take several, and you really might never get any answers. 
Yeah. It's really kind of up in the air. Spooky. 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 So in addition to asking questions, expecting an EVP, you can also ask for like knocks or any kinds of sounds as answers. If it's common things you hear around your home, like slamming doors or something, you can ask them to do that as an answer. Oh, okay. Just be very clear on like once for yes, twice for no type of thing, just so they know what you want from them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Slam the door once for yes, twice for no. (laughs) You can lay out some of the objects they've been known to mess with around your house before. So you can try to like spark some action out of them. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Or objects you think they might be attracted to, like toys if you think it's a child. Oh. If you're commonly smelling like cigar smoke or something, you can like maybe lay a cigar out like, hey, do you want this type of thing? Something they would want to interact with. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. If you think you might know the person who's passed, maybe lay out an object you know that they, you know, used to like in life. Like if it's a family member or something that you're trying to communicate with, you know, lay out their favorite thing, their favorite meal, maybe, or you know, Aww, just spitballing yeah, here. That's but, sweet. Yeah. yeah. But I think the favorite meal thing is actually a really great idea or, you know, their favorite object or, you know, if you have any sort of insight onto something they might like, because yeah. if you think about it, most people probably have a reaction that's not altogether positive. Like I know that I tend to react more in fear or whatever. So if you do something that's like, could be kind of almost a, like a kind gesture. Yeah. Like it's like an offering. Yeah. 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 A peace offering. Yeah. (laughs) You can also use things like a half inflated helium balloon or hang creepy paper. (laughs) Creepy paper. paper. And it can like show movements and it can also indicate if there's any drafts or anything that could cause like cold spots or even mm. like phantom breasts. Definitely like you were saying breasts. Phantom breasts. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel. Drafts can even cause like a feeling of phantom breath on you or mm. the feeling of like your hair being touched or it could even like be strong enough to close a door. So you might want to check and see if you have any drafts in your closet i don't know why you would but no we can hang creepy paper in there and see yeah (laughs) that might explain it and then you would feel better yeah um i'm pretty sure that like the closet that's like super insulated from every side because it's like in the center of like the back end of the apartment i'm i'm pretty sure there's not a draft in there i don't know i mean maybe the draft also pushed over your laundry baskets (laughs) I mean, anything is possible. Oh, my goodness. Also, follow your intuition. Whatever you feel like is right in the moment, go and do it. If you're drawn to a certain part of the house, you know, go over there. If you feel like you want to take a photo of something, if you feel like you want to speak to something or ask a certain question, just follow any intuition you have. And that also, like, keep yourself open to your intention. Yeah. Your intuition. <laughs> Keep yourself open to your intuition. I don't know what you know I'm saying I there, think, but <laughs> I think I think like 
It's funny that it's almost like a Freudian slip, though. Yeah. I think what is a good thing to maybe keep in mind is to remember, keep in the back of your mind and keep kind of doing things that align with what your in- your intention is for yeah. that interaction and like, you know. I think that will also help like you not to get so spooked if something does mm-hmm. happen. Try to remember what you're doing this for. You're trying to figure it out. Yeah. So, you know, that might help you from getting really, really scared if something does happen. And on that note, if you're feeling like something is feeling if you're feeling like something is feeling (laughs) if something is feeling really bad or wrong if you want to leave the space follow that intuition too you know get out of there if you feel like you need to yeah i mean follow your intuition whether it's good or bad and keep in mind all of the other kind of safety and uh other tips right i mean yeah keep in mind all the tips we gave you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did i say it? no okay i just did because i'm a 12 year old boy yeah <laughs> when you complete your investigation make sure to thank the spirits for their time if you're the accompanying friend and not living in the space kindly ask them not to follow you home <laughs> oh shit what oh. did something happen no i'm just thinking like god it wouldn't oh. have even occurred to yeah. me so that's okay. what i do every time i leave your apartment Secretly, you don't know. Uh, Oh, God. (laughs) I do have one more quick suggestion when you're looking through your evidence. If you catch any orbs in your photos, I strongly suggest looking at an article that I'm going to link for you or doing some research about orbs on your own. Most, if not all, orbs are dust, bugs, water, dirt like dirt on the inside or outside of your lens. It could be light reflecting or reflecting, reflecting, (laughs) reflecting or refracting in your lens. It could be literally like there's so many things with orbs. So you want to be sure you know what you're looking at. It was too much for me to just go into in this episode. Yeah, it sounds like it would be a lot to explain. Yeah, it is. So So, I'll link a a really helpful article for you guys. And that's all I have about DIY paranormal ghost hunting. All right. Yes. Do you want to do a tarot reading? I mean, I guess it does give a, a chance for us to communicate with. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Her face is so fucking funny, you guys. Okay. We're going to do our tarot reading for maybe some more deeper insight into... Should we ask... Because last time we asked about more insight into maybe what's in your apartment. Yeah. Should we keep it on those same lines or? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Maybe some deeper insight on to ghost hunting in Caitlin's apartment. (laughs) Should we? Should we not? Yes, no, maybe so. <laughs> She's still I feel on like, the fence about it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is when, like, maybe a pendulum sometimes oh, is a good. So yeah. we're going to have to start playing with that, too, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would be a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Ooh, future episodes, y'all. Stay tuned. <laughs> 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 okay, you cut. That was a chonky cut. Yep. Chonky. You flip. 
Oh, okay. Um, it's kind of intense, and there's a snake. And yeah. I'm not sure how much I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ton of presents. And what did we say is presents? I don't know. Maybe it's pentacles. Yeah, that's kind of what so I was thinking, too. I'll look it up in that's here. That's funny. We both are, like, thinking. Uh, what, it was upright? Mm-hmm. Upright, ten of presents is a card of completion and wealth. Yeah, I think we found the right one. Okay. It represents a happy home life, lasting success, and financial abundance. Oh, take the ten of presents as a sign that things are going to work out in your favor. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. So, ten of pentacles, keywords are abundance, fulfillment, inheritance, good fortune, property, and family resources. Interesting. Um, okay. The last of the pip cards in this suit. The 10 represents fulfillment and abundance. In some decks, the 10 of pentacles shows a happy couple, perhaps with a child. Well, they had me and they lost me. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> observing their luxurious home contentedly. The card has connections with family especially family, money, and property. Huh. But also the legacy of inherited resources, such as good health, intelligence, cultural benefits, etc. You have plenty and can now share your riches with others. Um, Heck yeah. Y'all, <laughs> have we met? Okay, well, maybe this is future, so we'll just <laughs> keep an eye out for all that. Yeah. <laughs> The Upright 10 promises pleasure, abundance, and security in your professional and domestic life. You enjoy your work and your family, and your income allows you to provide for loved ones. Comfortable in your financial position, you can now devote yourself to leisure activities or perhaps philanthropic ventures. Okay. All right. I, I'm stumbling over my words because I'm like, wow. wow. <laughs> okay. In a reading about money, the Upright 10 points to prosperity and stability in money matters. Sometimes it represents family money, an inheritance, or marrying into money. It can also mean profiting from an investment, particularly one involving property. So maybe interesting. every time that Chris has jokingly said, Babe, I just had to make sure that you really loved me. I'm actually secretly rich. <laughs> Maybe he was serious. <laughs> um, wow, that's interesting. So maybe one of my investments huh. um, or inheritance. I don't – do I have some – anybody know if I have any rich relatives? Maybe they're the one – do you have any that have passed on? Maybe they're I'm haunting not, you. Not recently, anyway. Maybe they're but... trying to show you where the freaking gold is. Okay, well, can you draw me a map? <laughs> <laughs> if the reading is about your job, this card may mean working in a family business. Your job provides security, wealth, and worldly success, and you enjoy what you do. Perhaps you work in real estate, farming, or another property-related occupation. Huh. In some cases, the Upright 10 represents a philanthropic venture or business that helps others. You guys, do you feel like we're helping you? I I hope I think so. so. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah. In a reading about love, this 10 indicates a happy, successful, secure family life. 
Maybe you now feel financially stable enough or mature enough to start a family. <laughs> yeah, Molly's like, I will be the only child. No. Uh, no. <laughs> or you may marry into a wealthy family. All right. Well, guess we'll just see. Wow. Excellent. I mean, I feel like this bodes well. That so. was pretty interesting, though. I know, like, the topic of the whole thing was, like, family inheritance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I was hearing a lot of, like, home and property. And and literally, mm -hmm. I said, should we investigate Caitlin's home? Like, yeah. we've been talking about home things this whole time. And that's what I got out of that. I didn't mean to close the book. I was trying oh, to okay. uh, find out what it said in there. It just seemed overall very positive, and mm -hmm. I literally said, like, should we or shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and it says, like, this is a sign that things are going to work out in your favor. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe we're going to find, we're going to catch some evidence. Maybe. And we're going to get super famous and rich. Yeah. And you're going to marry Chris, and you're going to provide. And he's the yes, one that's going to have the, the inheritance. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one marrying into money. <laughs> I mean, it is his place as well. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just heard a lot of like positive things. Like, I yes, did. go for it. Yeah. All right. Well, huh. I guess that's that. It's almost like we don't even have a choice. <laughs> right? Really. If you, you think gotta, about it. You gotta do what the cards say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't really describe this card for you guys. We just kind of said it had a snake on it. It's a nightmare before Christmas tree. It's got bats on it and it's got that um, snake that's wrapped around the tree with a bunch of presents. Yeah. I just would not have thought that the overall message of that card would be so positive yeah. with that picture. Because <laughs> it doesn't have like really anything positive on it. But that, I, I mean, mean, Christmas tree and presents. Yeah. So, like wealth abundance. Presents. Yeah. yeah. 10 presents. There is 10 presents on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I got 10 presents. Well, this is kind of and funny because I actually forgot. So kind of I think this was trying to remind me I have a present for you. What? And I can't believe I almost forgot it. So thank you. Thank you, universe. Thank I mean, you for giving me this card. Else. We keep saying presents and I'm like, <laughs> I have a fucking present for Caitlin. Okay. What? I didn't like wrap it, but. Oh, my God. It's under my hoodie and you got to pull it out. Okay. This is some very crucial ghost hunting gear that oh. I have purchased for you. And it's going to be very useful. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. Okay, you guys. Um, this says inflatable, but I'm pretty sure it'll work. I have a proton pack. And it's child-sized. I mean, Yeah. When you buy it for someone who's, like, the same size as a leprechaun. Oh, my God. This is so cute. Detachable wand. Yep. It even comes complete oh, with a freaking wand. So. So, I mean, I'll probably have to inflate this because um, it'll probably give me a sense of oh, yeah. security. When we do our podiversary, like, who knows? Maybe the ghosts there, they don't know it's inflatable. Yeah, we can use that for like the half deflated balloon and oh. see if it 
<laughs> see if any breezes move it. Oh my god! <laughs> no, That's but hilarious. I'm I'm totally thinking of some very funny TikTokage we can do with this thing. Oh yeah! <laughs> so we're gonna get excited. a lot of mileage out mm-hmm. of it. Oh yeah, we'll post a picture for you guys. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Cassie. I cannot believe I almost forgot. Like, I would have been so mad. So, seriously. You're like, I... Thank you, card. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my God. This is so... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I had to. Because I... So, what I did was I went on Amazon and, like, searched for ghost hunting equipment just to see what would pop up. And that literally... This popped up. Yeah. Oh, man. And I was like... I have to do it. I okay, have to well, do it. First of all, that feels a little bit like false advertising, <laughs> but this is incredible. Mm-hmm. Holy fucking shit. All right, you guys, we got to go. <laughs> we got to go use this thing. We got we to gotta go. Well, you know what? I kind of, I was looking at, you know, better quality ones that weren't inflatable and they were really expensive, but it reminded me of Step Brothers. It's okay if mine's not movie quality. Yes. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. No, absolutely. Okay. Well, we really do have to go because apparently the pod dogs are just like about to lose it. (laughs) All right. Have Have a a creepy ass ass day. day. See See you you next Tuesday. Maybe with a proton pack. Yeah. So for all of you that are listening, if you have any true crime or paranormal stories that you want us to share, maybe with the whole Pacific Northwest. Yes, we would love (laughs) to read them on the pod. Yes, we will read them out loud. (laughs) Not just in our heads. Yes. (laughs) They don't have to be from the Pacific Northwest. If you would like to share, email us at PNW Hunts and Homicides at gmail.com. It's all spelled out, no special characters. Super duper easy peasy. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Same thing as the email at PNW Hunts and Homicides, all spelled out, no special characters. Please also rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to and check out our stories on social media because our meme game is hot. <laughs> Agreed. And if you agree, like Caitlin, you can also find us on Patreon and support the show. Bitchin. <laughs> <laughs>